There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to Legitimate Likes, the podcast where we discuss some of humanity's greatest fascinations and decide, are they really worth the hype? They may be likes, but are they legitimate likes? My name is Hugh and I'm joined as always by my co-host Will. Hi, Will. Hi, Hugh. How are you? I'm great. I'm very excited, Will, because we're joined on this episode by a special guest host. Guest, 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 guest. Hello and welcome to Anya. Thanks for having me, guys. You're so welcome. Thanks for coming. Anya, friend of of the pod, friend of of me as well, I suppose. We've been friends a long time. Mm -hmm. Uh, You've never met Will, though, I believe. Is that right? No, I've never met Will, so this is a first. Very exciting. Thanks, Will. Yeah. As discussed. No, it's it's lovely. Glad to see you have a face. Thank you. I do have a face, so do yes. you. Congratulations on it. Mm-hmm. Well, you've been like a non-player character in my life for a, for a while. Oh, and I've, 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 I've been unsealed as a player. Yeah, yeah, now it has. Yeah, yeah. You've been revealed. Revealed. I think, I think unlocked. Unlocked. Well, but I like, I like no, unsealed. unsealed. <laughs> uh, that is something you'll need to be prepared for, Anya, that Will puts everything into sort of gaming parlance. I, I really tried there to parry with it but i just couldn't uh. <laughs> any news will anything exciting going on big news for old willy boy is that i got a big old dose of the moderna vaccine this week oh, congratulations which, thank you very much which i think Moderna's like the cool hipster one that nobody's getting mm. right like that's yeah yeah but it's my doctor cool. my doctor was telling me the the person who jabbed me they were telling me all about uh, all the funny surnames that they see coming into the vaccine center Okay. And he said this GDPR, but that's okay. Absolutely, and I'm going to keep keep on breaching that GDPR until he gets fired, <laughs> because he was very nice and very good at his job. So I feel like take him down, you know. 
Um, but he said that this guy came in and said, hello, hello, he's quite posh. Um, he didn't say he was quite posh. That was me remaining in the character to explain. And he said, um, the guy said, oh, um, what's your surname? And the guy said, oh, it's C-word. <laughs> and the nurse was like, C-word? Like, like cunt. And he went, no, S-I-W-A-R-D, C-word. Amazing. I've never had it where someone's just delivered an anecdote to me. Just been like, there you go, there's a perfect anecdote. Enjoy that. It does in- involve the C-bomb. I don't know if we've dropped that on the podcast before, but we have now. On your mean, responses? It would, it would be amazing if his next patient came in and his surname was C-bomb. <laughs> <laughs> That's really set the tone for me of what this is going to be like. <laughs> yeah, okay, you're welcome to the podcast. Hugh, any yeah. vaccine-related situations happen to you? No holds barred. Um, well, yeah, I mean, well, I don't know. I suppose it's somewhat of a mystery because it's only in the last 24 hours that I've put together that there might be um, a vaccine element to this. So I have um, had both my doses of Whoa. AstraZeneca. Um, so Mainstream. I'm lucky to be alive, to be honest. But I woke up the other morning <laughs> with... There's no way of putting this oh God. any other way than saying that I had enormously swollen lips. And I, I think those who know me would say I'm not someone who's particularly precious about my own appearance, which I think is very clear from what you see. But it was one of the most upsetting and disconcerting situations I've ever been in. Because you know when you wake up and you feel that like it, something's not right. I went and looked in the mirror and... My God, it was like, so picture like a caricature of Angelina Jolie, but like after some really dodgy Botox and add in some Snapchat filters. You know that if they told women that that's what the AstraZeneca vaccine did, they'd be lining up around the block. I did actually think that. I thought I could put this up and people would think, oh, it's yeah, amazing. But no, it was very disconcerting. And my, my main mission was how on earth am I going to get rid of these before I have to see another human being. And what I'm was sorry. the answer? Just wait. Yeah, I googled a bit. I took an antihistamine. I put an ice pack on my face. <laughs> just smooching um, an ice pack. Yeah, just for three hours in bed. Because it started at about 5am. I hope nobody anyway, walked that's, in. Um, that's all. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no one, no one luckily disturbed me because, yeah, there's, there's too much going on in that situation. Ooh. Well, speaking of disturbing me, have you, Anya, met our producer, Michael? Oh, yeah. Haven't I, Michael? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We go way back. Way In back. fact, Where do you- I think the last time I saw Michael on webcam, we had a very unfortunate incident. Okay. <laughs> Sounds weird. Please uh, elaborate. I, 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 the only way I can put it is uh, Michael saw me naked. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh, on webcam. That's okay. How, that's how I was going to put it, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's no other way oh. to put it. Uh, this is like 10 years ago. Yeah, but we haven't. It's going back or a while. has it happened again? <laughs> No, no, but it's happened a few times that we've accidentally seen each other naked, I think. It's true, it's true. Yeah. Not always via webcam. Yeah. No, it's just true. in person it's as true. well. It's um How yeah. many times? Thrice, I think. <laughs> okay, yeah. well, yeah. we're starting the episode with the top three. Uh yeah. well, well no, not naked, but Or bottom three. Uh Un- unsealed. Unsealed <laughs> unsealed. Yeah. All like all completely yeah. accidental. Um, you saw Michael unsealed. No, I actually yeah. haven't seen Michael. Have I? No. No, I think it was all it was all one way. Which makes well, you I mean, sound terrible. It does. <laughs> it does. Yeah, and if friends' logic is to be followed, you should have got naked three 
to reset the balance. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, these, there you go. These two haven't seen You got, you got three so. free goes coming at you. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Just let me know. Let me know whenever you want them. But Never sounded so creepy. To answer your question, Will, yes, I, I, yes. I do know Michael. <laughs> no, no. My, my question was, yeah. please explain the three times. Oh, sorry. Um, once... Sorry. No, I'm sorry, because I have to hear this. Uh, once in the UCD canteen, I think, I accidentally moved what? my top and... Oh, it was the naughty. Yeah. And then yeah. once Hugh. <laughs> it was the naughty. Things were crazy. It was very naughty. <laughs> and uh, the other time you were there as well, Hugh. No, I wasn't a party <laughs> to this, though. I was in the same building as Michael. Yeah, Michael was prowling around in the middle of the night. And, <laughs> and the only bathroom where we were staying in Italy was in our room. And I had, unfortunately, fallen asleep in the nip and <laughs> Michael came in to use the bathroom and I woke up and I could just see the silhouette of Michael seated on the toilet and we both knew what had gone before <laughs> so you saw Michael on the toilet well like his his true frosted glass oh so you you technically like a Hitchcock poster Michael. yeah it was it was magnificent <laughs> wow. and the third time was the accidental uh, webcam yeah, yeah. Are you going to wow. detail that for Will? Uh, yeah. I, I was genuinely just, I didn't, I was ringing someone else and Michael was there and I was just... Why Michael was, is always there, I think, is the problem. And I was, I was getting dressed, like I wasn't doing anything. And it was, it was, okay. an, it was, I think it was an angle issue. I think it was an angling of the phone. I think you were anticipating the phone to be angled upwards. And, and I didn't think it would be answered as quickly. I thought, well, I have enough time yeah. to just change my top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did yeah. not. And Michael's little face... <laughs> will haunt me forever to be honest it was, it was yeah well, years of there. therapy always yeah. there yeah. always did watching no this is where we were gonna start wow i've forgotten i'd forgotten one of those locked it all out michael yeah yeah huh? mm. look it was no picnic for me either you on the to- you perched on the toilet <laughs> I, I mean, i'd love if every time it happened michael was on the toilet you know that was a requirement it was mutually horrible <laughs> yeah yeah and wow. I, mean, yeah, I don't think we need any more details but oh it's good it's good have, hugh any... have you ever walked in on either of them naked um, you've seen michael naked surely i've s- i mean i mean i've seen Bits of Michael, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen Which... the whole picture over time? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, yeah. I could probably sort of, you know, photo fit the whole the whole Michael situation. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've we've been away a lot together. If you know what I mean. Why would that make it okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you're not in the country, you should be naked. Yeah. Not, not in prison, uh, but you know, just in various different places. When you're when you're camping in a forest in Central Asia, you know. Yeah. There are no secrets. Sorry, Will. Wow. But anyway, okay. Wow. No, well, this I'm is, enjoying it. I've I don't enjoyed know. We might second. need to change the episode rather yeah. than as in nudity, public <laughs> yeah. nudity. There is an episode yeah, for you. Nudism. Bathroom nudity. doors. <laughs> Anya, it's good to have you uh, at the gym likes HQ. Always nice to have a lady in the treehouse. So thanks for joining us. Sounded creepy coming after the naked yeah. stories. Sounded way like creepier. I nope. really didn't like that. I'd like to say the treehouse is open. You can leave at any time. Uh, Michael will maintain social distance from you. The treehouses yeah. are creepy by design. I'm so sorry. Well, listen, Michael, why don't you slow down and why don't you tell us why we're all here? 
Okay, well, um, the topic for this week is the Beatles. Um, so, the British pop rock phenomenon, um, icons of the 1960s counterculture, and I think widely recognised as one of, if not the most influential band uh, in history. Um, so, obviously, you know, the Beatles are pretty good. The question for today is whether or not they deserve their position right at the top um, of music and of pop culture. Um, just to put it another way, got a couple of couple of Beatles puns here. Um, good to announce them first. With a little help from my friends, we're all going to come together to work out if there really is something special about the Beatles. I don't don't think any of those were puns, but yeah. great work. <laughs> Do you think that's what the Beatles meant when they wrote "Come Together"? Do do all other bands simply pale in comparison? Like George Harrison. That was very good. Thank you. Yeah, I enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, does their music make you twist and shout here, there, and everywhere? <laughs> Are you going through all 212 songs? It really makes me want to get a revolver, if that <laughs> helps. <laughs> well done, Anya. Thank you. Just okay. let me... No, Michael, you don't have to read through all the other ones you've Let, let me get back oh, no, to he, these. No, he absolutely does. Okay. So, does their music make you go, oh, yeah? Or make Yoko, oh no. <coughs> Sorry, can you just say that one more time? I think we need. Yo, yo. How did you pronounce the second half of that? So, so, does their music make you go, oh yeah? Or Yoko, oh no? It's the pauses before I, all of like, them. I'll admit. I'll admit, really upset me. I'll admit, I didn't stick the landing on that one. That could have been executed. Better. I don't think there was a. I don't think there was a landing strip. <laughs> no, I think I think that one sort of blasted into the wall of the hangar. <laughs> <laughs> so there are, are my you questions. Done? Yeah, Beatles. Uh, yes or no? Oh, I suppose we we got a quiz first, right? So Anya, just for 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 your for your information, we always start with a quiz. Three no, questions. Anya, Will and I are always a team in this quiz, so uh, you're very welcome to join us. It's not Please a, do. It's Please not, do. It's a collaborative effort okay, here. Okay. Please do. Cool. So, first question. What is the most used word in Beatles songs? Um, so love has got to be way up there. Um, mm. any, any advances on that? I mean, I, you, me, she are all going to be there too, but I feel it's got to be love. I think probably love. Uh, I will, I'll, I'll go along with the team. I'm gonna. I don't know. I'm gonna give you that one. Okay. So the the, the did most. Did we get it right? The, you, you you did well in a way. You did. Uh, the most popular word, full stop, is uh, you. But the most popular noun uh, is love. There you go. Second you most is a noun, Michael. Uh, it's a pro. It's a pronoun. It's a pronoun. We'll just. Yeah, exactly. It's a professional noun. <laughs> a full it's time a noun. noun. Full time noun. Uh, love then baby. They're the uh, they're the they're two most popular names. There you go. Um, second question. Yes. So I want you to, to the, obviously the Beatles, Beatles had a very short uh, career together, really. Um, and after that, all of them sort of went different ways and all of them did different things to make money. So I want you to match the Beatle to the post-music business venture. So who this did what? Is... Oh, well, at least it's the venture. I thought it was going to be to the amount of money they've made. No, 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 no. Michael no. question of all time. <clears throat> no, that's question three. No, this one is uh, which, who, who did what, okay? So who uh, bred cattle? Um, who went into interior decorating? 
Who went into film financing and who bought a load of music royalties? Who did what? Who's, who's, oh, yeah, I think I you mean, should take the lead. Who's this. the cow beetle? Who, so the cattle definitely cows? wasn't Paul because of the and or John because of the vegetarianism. So oh, good point. And also the being dead. <laughs> yes, uh, and then the interior design. You see, I think they all sound like George, and I was I was thinking George for everyone, but I know when you said film financing, I know that George um, saved the life of Brian when the life of Brian wasn't going to get made. George ended up putting in some money himself and getting other backers there too. So I think George must be the film financing one. I like the vegetarian angle. So does that mean Ringo was out herding cattle? It must be, and then uh, music music royalties was the other one. John must have been I, in royalties, I'd say. John must have been. No, oh, no. I'd Paul McCartney. I actually, time. yeah, John, I actually know the royalties one. The royalties one is Paul McCartney. You got two of them right so far. Film financing, George. Music royalties, Paul. And then, so, John or Ringo for cows or interior decorating. I reckon John Lennon was a massive hypocrite and... And was cattled, cows. Cattled it up. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree. And Ringo did some interior design. Yeah, that right, kind of adds up. up. Guys, four for four. That's really impressive. Got it all. Got it all nice. right. Uh, that's what people shit. come to this podcast for, is for accurate answering of trivia questions. Yeah. yeah. And also, yeah. John, we just outed John Lennon as a goddamn hypocrite. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, so Hugh, you're, you're, you're dead right on, uh, on uh, George Harrison. He basically got the life of Brian made. Uh, Paul basically stuck to what he knew, bought loads of music royalties did very well out of it. Stealing other people's songs. Paying them a small amount for it, yeah. Um, yeah. And John, it was John and Yoko actually then uh, raised a a, uh, a herd of cattle, like designer cattle, basically. I don't think they were killed for their meat, if that makes you feel any better about it. And then Ringo, for sport. Ringo ran a, <laughs> like an interior decorating, like like construction type company for uh that's before the uh the thomas tank engine money started rolling in to be honest he was probably doing that during yeah the beatles run yeah you know yeah so look you got two out of two so far you're to take it home who was the biggest beetle <laughs> what in volume <laughs> the physically largest beetle. G- yeah. gdp <laughs> yeah that's in my question centiliters no what who's are the, we measuring them just the biggest who is the biggest no no what are you measuring it in <laughs> Like height, square weight, feet. Like volume, size, size. I guess. No, no. But are you? Are, is it? Is it weight or is it height or well, is it you, wingspan? If you got all the Beatles and put them in order of size, who would be at the jo- top? George. Wingspan. George is the biggest, isn't he? Well, George was always looked a little slip of a thing, didn't he? Yeah, but I think he might I be mean, the tallest. Or her John. Ringo's Ringo's nose alone <laughs> must be bigger than at least two other Beatles. I, th- I think Ringo's the shortest. <laughs> is he Ringo's the oldest? I know that, but. Is it like a tree where they get bigger as they grow older? <laughs> Can we I, cut them open? Maybe that's why they killed John Lennon. <laughs> I think it must be John or George. <laughs> to find out how old he was. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what Look, a conspiracy. It's short-sighted with trees and it's short-sighted with John as well, who was, of course, famously short-sighted. Um, Anya, I'm happy to go with you on this. I'm going to say Will. George. I mean, yep. George. And George. Uh, so actually... We're looking for the biggest. The biggest. So the biggest beetle was by by just a shade. Uh, was Paul? Uh, How so, big was he? Um, I think was it five five like he was five eleven and a bit. Whereas no uh, no that's his height. How big was he? <laughs> and, well, um, 
No, Michael, you <laughs> painted yourself into this corner here. Okay? He, was, he was slightly bigger than the rest of them. Um, <laughs> and obviously, all of them then were bigger than Jesus, who may, must have been quite small. Um, indeed. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> no, that's a, fam- I, I, that's a famous John Lennon uh, quote. Is it? That, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's a misinterpreted John Lennon quote, um, which is that he's... he's, he's it's claimed that he said that the Beatles were bigger than Jesus. What he was saying, what what he actually meant to say was that they they're taller, taller than, than Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, which yeah, exactly. which would have been it's a, the same thing that yeah, Michael. Fell it's into. exactly the same. Uh, no, I think it was basically they were talking about religion, and he was saying like nobody goes to church anymore. He's like more people are going to Beatles concerts than are going to church, and so in that sense, the Beatles have a bigger following than Jesus. So I I attacked you through my ignorance. So I'm sorry about that. Sorry, that's Michael, that's what, quite all right. I'm quite used to that. Will. Yeah, that's fair. That's mostly my <laughs> shtick on this podcast. <laughs> so, guys, you you got that you you got that one wrong. Two out of three. That ain't bad. So, uh, you know, wasn't a real question. Ha- you didn't even <laughs> give the answer in the same terms that the question was asked. So, no, I'm not accepting that. So, have at them. Beatles. Pros and cons. What do we like? What do we not like? Anya, you're our guest here. I suppose I want to start off by asking you, like, before we get down to the discussion. <clears throat> In terms of uh, your opening position on the Beatles, you're a fan. I'm a, I would say a, a, a shade below super fan. I would say I'm a big fan. Okay. Yeah, I would say okay. I'm a big fan. So I'm interested to see where the the lines are drawn here. And and did it? How did it come about? Was it the was it what the music your parents listened to? Was it the yeah. music that was in the car? Or yeah, what? definitely. And I was mortified by my parents listening to it, obviously. But then I think obviously, like everybody yeah. rediscovers it when they're a bit older and it's like, hang, hang on, do you guys know about this? Uh, so yeah, I'd say that's pretty much the typical journey for most people. That it's, mm. it's something in the car or something your dad dances to while he uses the broom as a, as a guitar. Yeah, and then, and then you discover mm. that while they were listening to the early stuff, you then discover the White Album and Abbey Road and... Which tends to be more popular with the younger listeners, I feel. Yeah, very Will, true. what about you? Couldn't care less. Couldn't care less, okay. So no interest whatsoever in this question. Uh, no interest in the question, because I think I, I my experience has been people telling me about how good the Beatles are and me mm. being like, I mean, interesting, but like, I like Miley Cyrus better. Like, she's done more for me than they have, so... I feel like it's quite a like. Oh, you have to like the Beatles. I don't think you do. I, I think they're fine. I mean, look, I'm. I w- won't make any bones about it. I'm a massive Beatles fan as well. And uh, in fact, I'm going to make the claim over the course of this podcast that the Beatles are underrated. And I make that claim 100% sincerely. Um, although no one has ever um, responded to it with sincerity. So no, because that's that's crazy. No, I'm I'm willing to row in there, Hugh. We, oh we my see. god, we I can't see, believe... Well. So just for the listener, Hugh was in charge of getting Anya on the podcast. I now understand why. It's just so there could be an official stat that they are legitimate likes. Yeah, I needed backup here, Will, because I could tell... I, could I tell didn't from know the, that was from, a possibility. From, Will, from the, from the okay, which you replied to, will we do the Beatles, I could sense the hostility. I, I knew that you were coming for that's me. Not hostility. For- that's just like, okay, that's the same as being like, oh, should we have mayonnaise? Yeah. No. Mayonnaise is disgusting, ah. though. Let's do mayonnaise next. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, mayonnaise is a great condiment, but it's not the main course. It's like, yeah, it's there. We we heard it. We have it in Weatherspoons. It's fine. It's Hey Jude. Who cares? Well, 
I think, no, I think this is an interesting point, which is when we come down to, and this is kind of my thing about the Beatles not being as highly rated as they should or could be. And again, what? Will, and I'm, I'm on your side to some extent of, because I hate the thing of, you've got to do this or you have to do this or this is amazing or whatever. And it happens with films, it happens with TV, it happens with, and I think we've discussed this before. It genuinely drives me away from those things. Like I kind of just pig-headedly, I'm like, well, do you know what? I'm not even going to watch that show now because everyone says it's so good. But I resent, um, I resent the pig-headed comment, but I understand. I was talking about myself. Well... I, no, I was, if you'd seen me with those lips, you'd have said, that's a big-lipped pig. Um, but no, I suppose what I think is that, again, the, the, the problem is that everyone knows Hey Jude and Let It Be and Yesterday and She Loves You, which I think are all great. But I'd say most people know a handful of songs and don't necessarily know the, I suppose, the breadth of work that the Beatles did. Because you're right, they did write a ridiculous number of songs in really quite a short time. They were only the Beatles for about eight yeah. years. So, so Hugh, I like putting my cards on the table. I'm a big Beatles fan too. Probably not the same level as you and Anya, but, but I like them a lot. I like what they do. Um, this is a but, goddamn ambush. But one thing no, you said well, there about... Well, I mean, if Michael, if Michael argues strongly for the Beatles, I might be tempted to switch. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, this is not I've worked out before. I've 33 and a half good years with the Beatles. If I have to leave them today because of Michael, I will. <laughs> um, but, you know, you say everyone knows knows songs like Hey Jude, and I feel like one of the weaknesses of the Beatles is that even though the Beatles themselves are really, really well known, are the Beatles songs that people really know, like Hey Jude actually the songs that people who like the Beatles like. Like, do, do, I don't know, like, Hey Jude, is that, is that really a good Beatles song? But there are some songs that no one knows that are amazing. Anya, what's your favourite Beatles song? It's a song that very few people know. This Boy? Oh, God. I, I was like, I really hope it's still the same one. I'm not. Let's I, I, know, I, I don't uh, even yeah. know if that's my favourite, but, I mean, I think Hey Jude is an incredible song. It's just, no, it's, it's overplayed, right. yeah. but, I mean, like... God, that just gets me every time. You're up in your seat. You're, I'm on my feet. You know, I actually listened to it yesterday as well. Uh, I, I have a lot of favourites. I think maybe Girl or uh, This Boy. Or, and then I think you would be hard pushed to find somebody who wouldn't, you know, tap their foot along to, you know... She loves you, or yeah, on you once again sounding like a seventy-eight-year-old woman. But I think there's there's something in there for every mood, and I don't know I think that's... a single other band that has as much of a sense of fun about their music. Mm. Yeah, like I mean, I'm a big Rolling Stones fan as well, but like they're very much like we're rock and roll. That's that's yeah, their yeah. thing, mm. and I'm not like they're fantastic. There's amazing songs, you know. They'll they'll move you. They'll make you think. But I don't think anyone will make you have as much fun as the Beatles. Like, I think yeah. they, 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 mm. they, there's such a, you know, I just, I just think you get something from them you don't get from anybody else. Um, and, you know, there's loads of big bands, like, say, like Led Zeppelin, Fleetwood Mac, uh, the Rolling Stones, and they're all these, you know, these, you know, big acts. But in terms of, like, sheer pop music, it's hard. Yeah. To, I, I think it's... Yeah. yeah, I think there's a lot of, a lot of, like, really simple, good songs. Like, I do think She Loves You is just a pretty... Yeah perfect pop song. I think as well you know? what, what's like the Beatles there isn't like there isn't a signature kind of style or sound about the Beatles other than that sense of fun right like there's entirely different types of songs pop rock folk yeah, blues they, and that's the other thing I, I would say yeah they did a real there was a real breadth yeah. of music over yeah. the years like if you look at what they were doing on Abbey Road and Let It Be yeah. and yeah the White Album it's completely different to what they were doing on Please Please Me and yeah 
Yeah, um, you go from like She nice. Loves You to Strawberry Fields to Come Together. They're it's just three different bands, and the fact that they did that all within this. They're the they're the three songs that Michael. Yeah, but I also I also, I also think <laughs> that was a move from them performing to not performing anymore. So originally the music was music yeah. to be danced to, then it became music to be like created and to be listened to, and it was more like a modern art installation whereas the early stuff was yeah, very much very for like girls to scream at and for people to dance at yeah and you're right because half their career they didn't exactly. perform live because they sucked live <laughs> that's what everyone says about the Beatles but I, I think I think arguably no one knows because no one could hear what they were actually yeah, playing yeah everyone was screaming so Anya I this might be an unfair position to put you in but I would like you to try and choose the biggest con you can think of and I will try and come up with the biggest pro oh, I like of the Beatles. Oh, very good. I like so it. I think they have... I understand why people don't like them because once on holidays, my mum said she thought they were overrated and it was nearly an enormous... Like, people nearly flew home. Um, but it was, uh, I understand what people mean when they say that. I do think some of the stuff is overrated. I'm not a huge fan of the earlier, like, uh, you know, uh, the earlier um, Hard Day's Night style Beatles. I'm not a huge fan of that. I think it's a little bit cheesy, a little bit corny and not very interesting so that's my big con for them nice so to throw back a pro i think it's undeniable that some of the songs are exceptional like blackbird is one of the most beautiful songs it's amazing and they're very experimental with their music <coughs> so there's a pro yeah. from the con cast. i saw the film i don't know if any of you have seen the film yesterday and it's, you know the concept is where this guy basically has a hideous apparently out. hideous girlfriend lily james who keeps saying i'm nothing but a hideous school teacher how could you love me <laughs> it's that sorry that that was my well, big takeaway as a school teacher i can relate you know a hideous yes. school um, teacher I, I don't think i've never heard of that film i don't think that film no, exists so in my universe oh that's very good that's very good well yeah, maybe you can write the film yesterday. Um, and I mean, Michael, you're aware of the film as well. That, I, am. That I am. In this world, the Beatles don't exist, and your man then pretends he's written all the songs. And I was trying to think, like, if not that, because unfortunately I don't have the talent that um, your man has, but um, I was thinking, like, how many of the Beatles songs and lyrics would I be able to, like, write down, you know, out of, again, roughly 200 songs? And I reckon, like, I, I could do reasonably well. Like, there's very few Beatles songs that I, I couldn't sing a few bars of, at least. My point being that if you look across the whole catalogue, there are so many absolute masterpieces in there. There are some absolute stinkers, no doubt about it. There are a few. And then there are a few... Why don't we do it in the road? Like, <laughs> why don't we do it in the road? Bungalow um, Bill? What's but, Bungalow Bill? I mean, it's just... Oh, I love Bungalow Bill, Oof. actually. But... Um, no, but there, I, there are. But, but no if you idea. look across, there, there are incredible songs. I remember hearing, and that's right, I'm about to compare them to Mozart. I remember hearing um, <laughs> someone saying once that Mozart, if you, if you take all of the work that Mozart wrote and like average it up from when he started writing music properly to when he died, and obviously he was very young, it comes out as writing like one musical masterpiece every two weeks or something like like yeah, it's something that's, insane. That's that's pretty. And much... if you look at the Beatles, yeah. but if you look at the Beatles, roughly two hundred songs in about eight years. And yeah, agreed. And I think yeah, that 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 is like, it's a good point. Like the sheer pace of that success. So first hit in nineteen sixty two, broke up in nineteen seventy. Like and, and and achieved so much and went through so many different musical styles and so many sort of Beatles sub eras within that. Like eight mm. years, I, like it is literally, 
you know, there are books that it's taken me longer to read. <laughs> you know, they did they did, oh, they did pretty but, well. Michael, by the time by the time the Beatles had broken up, they were still younger than I think. Well, maybe not Will, but the rest of us on this podcast. Yes. <laughs> you know? So, Will, you've still got time. I've still got time. But Ed Sheeran is a very good, a very good parallel because he he write he's written so many songs. Yeah. And but he like he's so mainstreamly successful and he's very good and I find him uh annoying at times I find some of his music annoying but he's like he's very good at making mainstream pop he's really really good at it on the Ed Sheeran versus the Beatles uh cuz I kind of looked into this uh oh yesterday God. right <laughs> so we're having so, this discussion how did this happen I'm delighted so the it. charts are not they're not really a relevant you know kind of metric right but the Beatles... So yeah, why choose the metric Spot- as the relevant metric? Well, yeah. well Beatles, Beatles, or Spotify most played, right? So Spot- Spotify most played. So the uh, Beatles kind of top five songs average somewhere in around kind of two to 400 million plays, okay? So that's more than the likes of the Rolling Stones, than Simon and Garfunkel. They're, they're you know, slightly more than, than them. Ed Sheeran is like 1.8 to, I think, 2.8 billion. Like, it's just... Mm. It's 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 saturated. Whereas the Beatles are present, the Ed Sheeran is 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 everywhere. Um, yeah, I think though, and again, that's the the question is, you know, in another fifty years, will Ed Sheeran have four hundred million plays? You know, and I don't it's, think it's, so. It's the, like the fact that people are still listening to their music and still think Blackbird is a beautiful song or While My Guitar Gently Weeps or whatever else is incredible. Like, yeah, well, I think you can you can go on. on a you can go on a journey with the Beatles. Well, that's the thing; it is like a treasure trove of stuff. Yeah. So you, yeah, you go, you have the gateway drug, and then, but I don't know that you could truffle through Ed Sheeran's back catalogue and be as like surprised and delighted. Like I don't see that, he, and he's he's on the go quite a while now. Is it a decade? Yeah, I think so. like there's a good time, breadth yeah. of stuff there, and yeah. I mean, I, not to my taste, but he's grand and you know fair play to him. But I and <laughs> all the very he's best from well. all of us here, An- another seventy year old <laughs> Irish woman. But uh, fair play, fair play to Ed. <laughs> but I, I just don't know that you'd be yeah, surprised and delighted by what you'd find, and that, that partially that's because I think a, a group of four people is always going to be able to I'm, to develop I'm, more interesting I'm, I'm stuff. Gonna come, than I'm going to come out artist. there. I'm going to come out and say that Ed Sheeran has some songs which are as good as any of the Beatles stuff. There you and go. I would like you to name which songs you think those are. Uh, I think I'd Perfect, like you to sing them. Perfect is is right up there. You know. Well, I don't know what that is. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely. He doesn't need me to sing his songs to make people like Wait, them. You ask, if if you were to ask me for my favorite songs of all time, I don't think I'd have the Beatles in my top two or three. And the Beatles yeah. are my favorite band without a doubt. And I think some of their songs are unbelievable and definitely some of the best songs ever. But I mean, yeah, I'm not an enormous, not a huge Bob Dylan fan, but um, yeah. Don't Think Twice, It's All Right is probably my favorite song of so all this time. Is, you know? this is, like, this so is, this is where I, this is where I, this is kind of what I was saying at the start is that there are artists who have produced singular songs, which in, you know, in and of themselves are better than I think anything the Beatles has done. But the collective, the collective bulk of work in the Beatles sort of albums. I mean, I think there are very few. I think there's Bob Dylan. I think there's Aretha Franklin, and maybe one or two others, and that's about it. Maybe Outcast. I I put Outcast in there too. Of course, oh, because of because of which songs? Because of Hey Ya. Hey Ya. I put four songs. Four songs. Literally just Hey Ya. That's all I've got. (laughs) You could have said Miss Jackson, but okay. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. Uh, Roses. That's a great song. Great song. 
I'd just like to come out and say that I did not expect to end up defending Ed Sheeran. I didn't know that was a position that I would have found myself in. <laughs> it's funny because I was just thinking, God, Will is a really big Ed Sheeran fan. Nope. As you said, name some Ed Sheeran songs that you like. I was like, nope. Here's nope, an interesting nope, nope, uh, nope, piece nope. of trivia I heard during the week. So, you yes, know when, when the Rolling Stone released the like top songs of all time and they released, I think, in 2004 mm. or 2005... What decade between 1940 and the 90s do you think produced the most amount of songs that featured on their overall list? Oh, I would say 70s, 80s, 60s. Yeah, it was. The, I think it was the 70s. So I thought it was kind of interesting. Is that like you've when got a lot. you've got Pink Floyd? Yeah, you've got like yes, you're past the Beatles. You've got Zeppelin. You've got Queen. You've got that's presumably you've got though a lot there. You've still got the Rolling Stones. You've got the Who. You've yeah, I think it was the 70s, but yeah, it, it was. It, I think the sheer bulk of it was all concentrated around Whereas the 60s Whereas if you look 70s. at the 60s, like the Beatles absolutely dominated. Obviously yeah. the Stones were there and the Beach Boys were doing their own thing. But Yeah, so it's just, it's just interesting. Not to impugn the people at Rolling Stone, but presumably that's the, you know, the most relevant decade for the people who wrote up that list as well, you know, so... Those old phobies. Oh yeah, but it's just Rolling but it's Stone. interesting because stuff features on it all the way up to the noughties. Like it wasn't like yeah, it was yeah. exclusionary of other things mm-hmm. that I mean, came out. Michael, you need to be very careful about saying that opinion isn't worth anything, given what this podcast is. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Yeah, yeah, you young fogey. <laughs> Ours is an educated opinion, though. So, <laughs> yeah. who? Okay, here's here's a question then. Who who is our favorite Beatle? George. I mean, Michael, you're definitely going to say Brian Epstein because he was the manager. <laughs> He took I think, care of the money. I think. I think. Booked the gigs. On you, you're right. I think. I think people say George, but isn't it always really Paul or John? Isn't it? Not for you me. Know? Yeah. Who's George, it for you? And I think. I think George's songs are incredible, but he didn't write enough. You know, if George had written way more songs, it would have been great. But maybe he didn't have way more songs in him. You know, I mean, I think, if I, you look at those, some something and here comes the sun are two of my favorite songs. And they're both George, and so I mean something must be one of the most beautiful songs ever written. Mm. And I think it just it it's for a song that never says love in it. It must be one of the greatest love songs of all time. Yeah, and I'm a sucker for a good love song, you know. Yeah, um, but I yeah no I I think Paul is probably the most beautiful classically beautiful singer. Yeah, 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 and also generally produced the, the catchier songs, you know. Mm. I would say. What do you mean by classically beautiful? I like that description. I want to hear more about it. I, I think he probably has. So, say Bob Dylan doesn't have a particularly like fantastic singing voice. Ben, ben, get that, ben. that was wonderful. Uh, Thank you. It's great to have Bob here. Um, Join the podcast. But, but I think Paul probably, if you heard him <laughs> sing, you'd be like, God, that's that's beautiful. Like he's a beautiful singer. No, I think you're right. It's an incredibly pure voice. Yeah, and angelic. Because then you hear him speak. And you're like, God, how's that coming out of there? I, before I knew which of them wrote the songs, the songs I liked were more, much more Paul than John. How do and we John, feel? I'd say John was not that nice a guy. No, John you seemed know? to have been pretty awful. He seems awful. Of shit. They all seemed to be a bit though. Like even Ringo had yep. a bit of a colourful past, you know, like there was... I mean, this is one of my theories, though. Like people who are who produce this amount of genius work, there's always something. There's something. There's something See, I, lurking. Yeah. I, as an artist myself, I dislike that narrative because I think it just sort of enables dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> like I think it just is like, oh, it's an excuse for genius. Now there are plenty of geniuses who are like nice people. Mm. 
Now, the one thing, the one thing I would say, I'm not necessarily going to say they were releasing a feminist catalogue, but I think there's an awful lot of songs which have very... Well, there's, first of all, a lot of songs which have very cool female characters and, like, specific female characters, you know? So it's not just, like... Listen, obviously, a million of their songs are also just talking about them being in love with a random girl. But, like, you have your, you know, your Eleanor Rigby, you know, you have Julia, you have Prudence, you have Lady Madonna, you know, you have... Meet Michelle, <laughs> you have Rita as well Lucy in the sky I think a lot of their songs actually age very well in that respect do you think you know? I really don't get that vibe at all I, I would I, I mean I, I love them but if I'm looking for you know feminist sisterhood I'm not going to the well no, of the Beatles no listen I'm not saying they're feminist but even you look at Ticket to Ride or something and it's all about you know sort of a girl or, or even Day Tripper it's kind of these girls who are sort of almost using these men and then moving on to the next one you know oh, I just yeah, think she was just, she was just 17 you know what I mean Again, how old was the guy writing that song? Probably 19, you know? Anya, we're going to so. celebrate this discussion of feminism on the podcast by talking over you and explaining <laughs> back to you why the Beatles are feminist. Uh, no, I, I, just, I just think, I mean, fun, I mean, I love them, but I think part, like, part of the reason I love them is that it's so self-indulgent. You know, it's like four guys mm. producing this genius. Just while we're talking about, um, I suppose, female uh, figures in their, in their music. So Patty Boyd, um, was, she, was, she was George Harrison's, uh, wife and she was the muse for uh, something, something. Mm. Um, mm. And, and a couple of other house and songs but she was also uh, she, she she later married Eric Clapton so she was also the muse for Layla and Wonderful Tonight so I mean that that's a pretty good trio of songs to have about you I mean yeah that's wow. incredible I mean, yeah yeah I mean Layla yeah, I possibly one of my top three favorite songs of all time Will how many songs have you had written about you by lovers or former lovers. Uh, Limericks okay. don't count well either. <laughs> oh fuck! Okay, that that cuts the numbers <laughs> down pretty heavily, to be honest. Is Limerick not a song? What about haiku? That's low effort. Sang it. Have you had many uh, haikus? Clapton, it's funny because Clapton—they must have been friends because Clapton played on "While My Guitar Gently Weeps." I think he played on a few of their songs. He did. He did. He was. He was. He was one of the many people uh, known as the Fifth Beatle. Uh, so I think there's about, you know. A dozen fifth Beatles. So many fifth Beatles, like the Sugar Babes. Mm. You know, there's a, an endless <laughs> there's supply. Always another, there's, there's always another Sugar Babes. Yeah, yeah. We've been looking for that for a long time. <laughs> there it is, the Sugar Babes. I have one other massive pro, and this is, at least I think it's a massive pro, and this is not going to be about how good their music is, and I think it's one thing that should make them accessible, which is that, and I know you've mentioned self-indulgence, I think they're remarkably unself-indulgent in the fact that they wrote short songs. The vast majority of the Beatles songs are between 90 seconds and three minutes. But again, if you look at other bands of well, the even time, not everyone Eric Captain, but Layla. Totally. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Layla, Layla, everyone, everyone I mean, hates the song, that. But it's way too long, you know? But, well, I think it's way too long. It's like you're in a lift for the long. second half. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's such a calm down because you go from, from such, such elation to such, such lows. I just, if yeah. If you look at, let's say, again, one of my favourite Beatles songs, so I've mentioned for no one, look at I Will. I Will is one of the most beautiful songs of all time. And again, it's, it's one minute, 30 seconds. Blackbird is maybe two minutes, something like that, you know? A lot, a lot of the songs, particularly the early ones, are kind of feel a bit more like jingles, you know. Like if you mm. like, like "Hello Goodbye." I don't know, actually don't know if that was an early one, but "Hello Goodbye" is it wasn't kind of the same. It's just the same thirty seconds repeated, right? It's it is you know it's the same it's the same thing. So I think like yeah, there's a lot of short songs, but at the same time, there's a lot of those songs that are that are maybe just 
I don't want to say one note, but you know what I mean. Tell me more. Tell me more of the songs that were just one note. Well, I mentioned Bungalow Bill earlier. I'm going to go back to that. Or the the end of All You Need Is Love. It's just it just goes on like about another forty five seconds. Uh, yeah, I, I can't think. agree with that. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not a big fan wait. of All You Need Is Love. I think it's a great song, yeah. but yeah. remember it was in Love Actually at that wedding, and now every wedding yeah. ever, yeah, has but to love have actually, a love actually brass edited it. it. Whereas like the song itself just goes on a bit, you know, just a bit. Well, much. I never watched Love Actually, and doesn't look like I'm getting married, so therefore. <sighs> Don't be so hard on yourself. You could rent it. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I'm going to run through the pros and cons so far, right? Okay, Anya, just to warn you, this list will often not reflect anything you've said. So We'll probably hear a lot of Michael's Beatles puns again from the start. (laughs) I mean, I don't want to be rude, Michael, but you are one of the most infuriating people I've ever... Appeared naked in front of. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Michael, I love you, but I mean, you're, you know, it's, it's, you know, um, yeah. Um, don't worry, Will. I'm, I'm well prepared to be enraged Great. in I all like interactions with Michael. Quickly add, add a con. Beatles. The Beatles is a bad name. Ooh. Do you know? It's only about three years ago that I realised it was a pun. Me too. The word beat. Me too. I was spelling beetle, like the animal, the way you spell Beatles. <laughs> No, I was able to spell. I just didn't get the pun. And one of my favourite words to use is beetling along. And I was just using oh, yeah, that like in, in texts and stuff. And, that people, and, like, and that meant walking around like Ringo. <laughs> exactly, yeah. That's another con, just to add another con to the list. Uh, that story where it's like, oh, uh, is Ringo Starr the best drummer in the world? And they're like, no, he's not even the best drummer in the Beatles. That's a mean joke. I hate that joke. That's so mean. It's funny. Yeah, it is mean. I think, again... But again, it's it's but it's another one that's always trotted out by people who are like, here, did you ever hear what John said about Ringo? And say, like, yeah, yeah. yes, we did hear because it's everyone the only in the thing world anyone knows it. about Ringo. And Ringo was an okay drummer. He was fine, you know. He played. Some he was a drums. lot better than all of us. We'll that's where he's laughing this. all the way to the sure. bank, isn't he? Listen, Ringo is going strong. Ringo in strong. Okay, he invented his okay. parking. Let's go. Okay, so pros. Uh, pros good across multiple styles of music. There's no one style that defined them. Uh, as Anya said, there's a sense of fun that pervades their music, which uh, you maybe don't get with other other bands. That makes me sound like such a sap. But I mean, I said go it. on. I said it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's um, also like, yeah, I, I would say you get fun from most of the music. But um, uh, it's, the, it's the list. It's not a debate. I'm sorry. Um, they have. I think Will, even you admitted this. They have some exceptional songs in their catalogue. So it's not just you know good all around. There are some songs there that are that are, that are the best. Yep. And the pace denied. of their success, incredibly impressive, um, short period of time. Yeah. And then the most recent one, Ringo was okay, uh, which uh, good, 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 good to hear for him. I'm sure yeah, and we just say it. as well, I think Taxman is a really cool song, but it is quite irritating to hear a very, very rich man giving out about how taxes. much tax they have to pay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, imagine no possessions. I physically can't because I have so many. But. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and the cons, I really only have two that I've written down here, right? What? So, what? So the first one is... He's had that, you muted well, clearly. <laughs> as, as, as I found out during this uh, uh, podcast, it is. it can be kind of hard to criticise them, you know? Um, what? It's, it's difficult, <laughs> difficult what to criticise the Beatles. What are you talking about? Um, oh, and then, no, a con, a con <laughs> cannot be there aren't enough cons. That's not how the system works, oh, Michael. That's, this is... 
We, I can't Lear, believe I'm, I'm, I had you well, on my team. Well, you're gone full King Lear on the moors there. It's, it's amazing <laughs> to watch. But, Will, I'm being drawn to your side here. I'm so tempted to vote against the Beatles. That con! That is the worst. That's the worst. <laughs> and then the, the, the other one is that there's no one absolute banger amongst their songs. You know, that you put, a, put in your top That's fucking not what we agreed. There are about... <laughs> 30 absolute bangers. Difficult to criticise. No good songs. Okay, so, so for the listeners, Will has left, um, which means we might not even get our negative Beatles vote. You're like the sugar babes, you're breaking up before you'd even be. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so just for the listeners, Will. Appeared naked. Reappeared. Well, certainly topless. We can't speak to uh, the rest of it, but Michael has now seen. Whew. Well, that's uh, the that's three for three. Podcast now. Great. Okay. At least topless. Guys, so what happened? Not... I did a dramatic thing for no reason. Guys, this has been by far the most tempestuous uh, podcast. We, we 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 normally get on much better than this. And all I can say is it's it's got to be the presence. That's of women Anya. for you, Michael. Am I right? It's got to be. It's got to be. It's got to be our very own Yoko. He barreled through and didn't respond to your comment on you because he was going for a sexist punchline. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> I can't believe how badly you fucked up this list, Michael. <laughs> I can't. Really, all the I lists in all the worlds. I have a list, right? Which is a full A4 page of cons. <laughs> and you have written a pros and cons list. The opposite way around. So, do we do we have anything else to say about the Beatles? Or are we, are we moving to... Well, it doesn't matter, judgment? Michael, because you're just going to read out the stuff you wrote before the podcast <laughs> no, even started. <laughs> I don't have a vote here, so you guys... And now, to be honest, again, Will, I've said this before, we're the stupid ones here. You know, why do we expect something different to happen? I don't know. I genuinely do each time. I thought this was a, a freebie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. any any yeah. closing comments on the Beatles before we vote? Or indeed Michael. Well, or Michael. I, I'm disappointed because I was asked to mull over which Beatle did I think I was. And oh, it, yeah. it's really occupied yeah. my, my headspace for two days, kind of like the Gryffindor Hufflepuff dichotomy as i call it um okay so firstly i i think maybe it's like sex in the city and we are all reflected in in one of the beatles personalities um but i know i want to be george but i know i'm ringo and that's my foster bear um and then sort of why 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 am i ringo because i'm just like i'd probably be the laziest beatle and the the, like you know they'd be carrying me you know like it's it, i think well onya i think though I, I think you're probably ringo as well but i mean it in quite a complimentary way <laughs> as, a, as a close friend of yours one thing ringo probably kept the beatles together longer than they would have been because he was the bit of as you are a good time charlie you know, <laughs> keeping keeping everyone's keeping everyone's spirits up diffusing the tension well, between like michael and, the troops. And, and and will <laughs> exactly yeah. so and and to be honest listen again ringo is still going strong when the others are either dead or paul mccartney and so i think you're i think ringo is a good place to be yeah i, mean, I feel that yeah uh, yeah. I, I was going to say I feel that I I'm Pete Best, which is the guy who was in the Beatles before <laughs> Ringo came along, and everyone knows that. But I don't think I'm even him. I think I'm Beatles nerd alert coming here. Stuart Sutcliffe, who's the guy who no one actually knows was in. So the not Beatles the Ro- Yorkshire Ripper. <laughs> <laughs> it's Peter yeah. Sutcliffe. <laughs> he was the Yorkshire Ripper. Yeah. <laughs> what a way to reveal it! <laughs> oh my god. Will I say you might be a John? 
Yeah, and, yeah I think I could get And sure. Michael... <sighs> Paul, maybe? I'll take that. Oh, Brian Epstein. Uh, and like Hugh, that. I don't know. Um, maybe Paul as well. But Too I Paul's. think I am Paul, actually. And I get to be bloody Ringo. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Will, you are John. You know, there's a lot of creative talent there, but, you know... Yeah, I, I, I don't think I'd try heroin. That's the only difference. Mm. Um, the only one. I think I'd write just as <laughs> incredibly. Yeah. I think I'd be just as charismatic. But I, I don't think I'd take heroin. So. Um, well, I feel we probably know the way this vote is going, but I'll ask yeah, you I think first. We might. Uh, are the, the Beatles a legitimate like? Are the Beatles a legitimate like? Oh, man. This is always the hard bit of this podcast, isn't it? Because you have to decide for everyone in the world, and I don't know if I can do that. But I, I feel like I know what's coming, so I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna try and use Michael's two cons out of the bazillion that we <laughs> used. To say, oh, Hugh just sneezed. Bless you, Hugh. Thanks. I very politely muted myself. You're the loudest yeah. sneezer in the world as well. So, bless you. Not today. Uh, well, it'll be recorded. Uh, let's cut the sneeze. Or will we? Who knows? Yeah, I'll include Sometime. it at the end. If, for, if anyone wants to hear what he no. sneeze sounds like, we'll include that at the end. In the blooper reel. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 if it's not clear already, I'm trying to stall for time. Um, I don't think the Beatles are worth the hype that they get because I think they're lauded as a band who did something that no other band at the time could have done. And I think there were a lot of bands that could have done. That's obviously a cynical viewpoint and be like, oh, and I think it comes a lot from uh, me being like, I want to be recognised in my time. Oh, for doing what? For eating bananas. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm very good at eating bananas. So there's a bitterness and a cynicism that comes with it, but I think they're not worthy of the hype because I prefer the songs that they sing when they're sung by other people. I prefer like Sing and Let It Be Around a Campfire. And it's like, yeah, they wrote that song. But... I prefer a song like Bohemian Rhapsody because it's so unadulteratedly unrepeatable. And the Beatles, I think, are quite repeatable. And I know, Michael, that puts you off things, mm. but I like repetition. I like that. Thank you for your time. Like the that. Beatles can suck a butt. Their name is a pun, and I don't like it. Okay. Um, well, no, I'll come to you last as you're our guest, and I'll leave you the final word on it. I'm the just, headline I mean, act. Everyone knows which way I'm going to vote. I suppose the sheer volume of incredible songs and like I say I think part of my I wish more people knew more of the Beatles amazing amazing songs like I say Hey Jude I think it's great but again if you were to tell me we'll get rid of Hey Jude but more people will know For No One or Here There and Everywhere or Oh Darling or you know You Never Give Me Your Money or these ones I say yeah absolutely um, I think they're incredible legitimate like keep it short on you so I take Will's point that other people could have done it, but I just think that they didn't. And it's a bit like, you know, that is a Picasso talking about modern art and people say, oh, like I could do that. And they look at something and the thing is, well, you didn't, you know, that it's absolutely mm. rumbled me there. That's that's a fucking great point. <laughs> you know, that there's just an amazing skill in just producing something like that. And I just don't know. And I love a lot of music. I just don't know a single other, you know, set of artists that can make you so sad or so happy or you know move you so much or make you laugh as much as the Beatles do and yeah they're it's definitely 100% a legitimate like for me uh, and as you said I wish people maybe knew a bit more about them uh, so yeah it's a legitimate like for me 
Okay, yeah, and I mean, you'll be glad to know that we don't actually give Michael a vote in this, Anya. So ooh. that is a 2-1 victory for the Beatles. They are officially legitimate like. Well, I, I've definitely learned a lot. And actually, like, to be honest, your guys' love of the Beatles has actually made me be like, I sort of only do know Let It Be and Hey Jude. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Well, no, I think it was, and I think Anya, you were the perfect guest because as Will said, like, I, I knew you were going to be a Beatles fan, but I kind of, you know, thought we'd say a lot of the same things. Whereas, yeah, we do come at it from a totally different point of view, which I think is quite cool. And mm. clearly, yeah, there are different ways. Can, can I make a suggestion? And again, oh, yeah. well, sorry, I was just going to say, again, if we came up with our, our top 10 Beatles songs each, I'm sure they'd all be different. But please make a suggestion. Uh, for as a companion piece, uh, Hugh, you should put together mm. a Spotify top 10 playlist of Beatles songs for Will and release it as a Legitimate Likes playlist. Uh, I think yeah. it would be good to see, you know. Oh, that is a good idea. If you do that, Hugh, Anya, I think you should have some say in the uh, in the yeah. songs too. And then I'll come up with a list of ten songs that I think every single one is better than all the Beatles songs, and then we can discuss. Okay. okay. Uh, it will. It will probably have Bohemian Rhapsody. It might have Wrecking Ball on it. Uh, <laughs> Miley yeah. Cyrus and Bohemian Rhapsody. Songs. Have you heard Miley Cyrus singing Jolene? Yeah. It's great. Also. We need to do an episode on Dolly Parton because Dolly yes. Parton takes oh, yeah. a big old dump on. Does the anyone in the world not like Dolly Parton, though? <laughs> Don't think so. Incredible. So maybe, yeah. maybe we can. Can we cover that vote today? As, <laughs> yeah. Like, can you legitimate like? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she wins. Business, Dolly Parton. She is perfect. Like. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> It's good, to get, the through perfect the, human good to get through these ones. You know, we don't. You don't want to waste any airtime on this. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you, Anya, for coming on. I hope you've enjoyed thank your you time so on much. the podcast. Oh, thanks for having me to the, to the treehouse, which I agree is a terrible oh, concept, Michael. Yeah. But thank you for having yeah. me, nonetheless. The the doors are locked. It's getting creepy. Yeah, thank you for <laughs> letting me be this week's Yoko. <laughs> Michael's Michael's just looking for number four on the list of seeing you naked. So. <laughs> oh, that's so married actually... man, father of of father of children. Father of kittens. <laughs> well, please come, please come back any time, Anya. Uh, Thank yeah. you. And we'll, we'll have you on for another another discussion. Um, if you enjoyed the podcast, please like it. Please subscribe to it. Please rate and review us wherever you can. Please follow us on Twitter. Please send Michael other ideas for topics we can discuss. And until the next time, I've been Hugh. Thank you very much to our guest, Anya. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Will. I'll make a list. Goodbye. And I, I could say, and thank you to John, Paul, George, and Ringo <laughs> for making all this possible. Oh, <laughs> but I won't. Let it you. be. We will see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. When I find myself in times of trouble. Yesterday, giant lips they seem so far away. Now it looks as though they're here to stay. Oh, why won't they just go away? Will is wrong because he doesn't like the Beatles songs. He seems to think it's just as strong But Anya's been a fan so long She says she taps her feet to the beat She sounds
Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.